used to know this girl in school. We were the Wildcats, and she Wildcats. She could do a Wildcat thing. It was like, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Wiki Wacky Radio Show, and it's the Chinese New Year episode. Yes, Chinese New Year. That's right. We already did our New Year. Uh, just call it New Year, right? <laughs> yeah, I think we do just call it New Year, don't we? It's here in America, so I'm sure if we were in China, they'd say the American New Year. And right now, they'd be saying New Year. I guess so. Right? I doubt they call it Chinese New Year. (laughs) No, because it's not just Chinese New Year. As we're going to learn, hopefully, maybe, in some trivia facts, 22 of them, about the Chinese New Year. Because as of, what's today, the 6th? 6th days ago, the, the celebration started. And how long do they celebrate for? It's like uh, a week-long thing, isn't it? Or? I don't know. We might find out in one of these here uh, trivias. So you're going to ask me some trivia? Um, I might ask. I might tell. We'll see. Well, did we a... even introduce ourselves? Say again. I said, did we even introduce ourselves? Uh, not our names, but I said the name of the show. Oh, that's right. Yep. They should know our names by now, right? Yeah, I'm the host with the fake name, Frank. Yeah, and I'm Reed. Well, I'm looking <laughs> forward to some trivia, Reed. So, let's see what you got. Well, I'm still trying to find where it begins on this website here that I have pulled up. So, um, you know. I wonder if the Chinese drink beer. Because I do. I hope so. I don't have a beer. You want one? Yeah, you should get me one while I'm getting this ready. Yeah. He's getting me a beer, folks. And you know what that means. (laughs) All right. You got to have one, too. Yeah. And here, I'll even crack it right into the microphone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year! Yeah, I wish I would do some Chinese. I'd say in that. I'm not even going to make it up because that could be offensive. Yeah, well, this whole segment might get offensive to some people. Who knows? True. Okay. Cultural appropriation. We're, I'm, we're providing context. Info. Yeah. Yeah. According we're to... Doing it. In good faith, folks. This, these trivias come from ChinaHighlights.com, I think is the website. I'll have a link to it in the description. So, here we go. This one's out of question. I'm just going to tell you about it. There's one-fourth of the world's population celebrates the Chinese New Year. That's a good percentage. Or 
also known as Spring Festival. The Spring Festival. Yeah. And here are a couple of the countries that celebrate it. China, of course. And there's also Indonesia, Philippines, South Korea, North Korea, Brunei, and there's one more. You want to guess? Well, probably right here in the good old U.S. of A., I would imagine. Don't we have a pretty healthy Chinese population? Well, they don't have us listed. Huh. But one of the others is Malaysia. There's a couple more, but I'm not going to keep having my computer read it back to me over and over again. Oh, well, here we go. Here's a little blurb. More and more Western cities celebrate or have have festivals like New York and London and Vancouver and Sydney. Australia. Yeah, I would believe that. All right. And you got something for us? Well, I I have some facts that I got from Wikipedia, so oh. I don't know how how good they are. And, and, you know, I was a student of language in college, so most of mine detail around their food and language because there's a lot of things that... Um, sort of parallel each other like let me see okay here's a cool one like they have they always have fish um when they eat on new year or or during the week of new year and um they say they always have fish but it's not completely eaten and that the leftovers are always stored overnight because in their language they have an, an expression that says let there be surpluses every year and the word surpluses is like a homonym with the word fish so when they say let there be surpluses every year it almost sounds like they're saying let there be fish every year so they always keep a little bit held back i thought that was kind of cool and most of my facts are kind of like that they're based around sort of the foods that they eat and uh, the words associated with those particular foods so well, that's interesting. Well, the number two trivia fact on this page already gave itself away, basically. It's the Chinese New Year is also known as the Spring Festival. That would make sense, except I think Puxatawney Phil just saw his shadow. We're, yeah. We're not in spring just yet. <clears throat> oh, man. You know, uh, it was only a day after. It was um, this year. Uh, I think we might learn that the spring festival changes. It's not the same time every year. But in this particular year, Old Groundhog's Day was the day after the festival started. So that's pretty neat. It is. Oh, yep. I basically uh, beat it to the punch on the trivia number three. The date for the Spring Festival changes every year. Let's see, I'm sure it's going to tell me here. Yep, it's determined by the Chinese lunar calendar. Hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. Which I think is basically how many days or months or whatnot uh, the moon goes around the Earth. I think that's how it works. 
And this year is Tuesday, February 1st. And I'm sure a lot of people have heard the, you know, that uh, it's the year of the blank filling in, you know, the monkey or uh, the cat. Well, this year, can you guess what it is? The year of the buffalo. The buffalo. Nope. Do you want to take one more guess? Well, sure, because I have it written down in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) The year of the tiger. Yeah, it is. And there are 12 Chinese zodiac animals. And what about the list them off real quick? They are, in order, rat, an ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and the pig. And as we said, 2022 is the year of the tiger. You know another name for rooster. And your zodiac animal <laughs> is decided by your birth year. I missed what you said. I said, you know another name for rooster. Oh, yeah, what? You know, oh, well, let me put it this way. I'm just look. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'll, I think the people know what I'm going for. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, my. There's... There's a link here for me to find out my my Chinese zodiac sign. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure gonna... mine's the rat. I think I've looked it up before. Well, presumably mine would be pretty close to yours then, right? Because we're both born the same year. Yeah, probably. Oh my, I guess I'm a rat. I'm well, a we... rat! <laughs> rat's eyes like a doll's eyes <laughs> uh, trivia number five on Chinese New Year's Eve uh, they eat auspicious foods interesting word mm. certain foods are eaten purely for their symbolic meaning as you yeah, so I've got. You're gonna take half my notes if you I'll keep go, reading that I'll, section. Well, if you can see what it says, I'm not gonna keep going. You I can, don't see what it says, but oh, well, why don't you just let me say yeah, some of go, these, and then you ahead. can skip to fact number six. Yeah, because uh, I've got some like fruit is served, especially orange, tangerines, and pomelos, because the golden color symbolizes fullness and wealth. So that's one. Then something I found really neat is that orange in Chinese sounds the same as their word for success. Um, Let's see. One of the ways to spell tangerines contains the Chinese character for luck. So I thought that was pretty cool. I had to jot that down. Lucky tangerine. Pomelo sounds very similar to the the verb to have 
and pronounced just a little differently, it sounds like their word for again. So that's another reason why they serve pomelo. Um, apples, in their language, is a homonym for their word for peace. Those words sound exactly the same. Uh, garlic is a homonym for, I'm sorry, it's a homophone for their word for calculating, and it implies money, like counting money. Um, so they often will have garlic in their dishes. Um, neon gal, which is a type of pudding, uh, is a homophone for the phrase a more prosperous year. So they'll often serve that type of pudding. Um, let's see. They usually serve eight dishes in their big family meal um, because that reflects their belief that good fortune is associated with the number eight unless there's been a death in the family, according to Wikipedia. Then they'll only serve seven dishes, uh, sort of like to pay homage to the person they've lost. Um, they often serve long, uncut noodles to, uh, to symbolize longevity or long life. Um, they have a lot of dumplings, you know, because the dumplings have little surprises inside, and it's uh -huh. like fortune on top of fortune, stuff inside of stuff. Yeah, um, this here says for wealth. Yeah. Um, they'll have spring rolls, of course, because it's a spring celebration. Um, they do a lot of dried meats that they cut into slices because they think that sort of reminds them of like gold and silver coins. Um, and the last little note I have here about their food is that they often will have boiled chicken, like almost everybody who celebrates this holiday will have boiled chicken because they believe that any Chinese family, despite their position in society should or probably can afford a chicken to eat. So they always have chicken. It's something they, they all sort of have in common, whether they're the richest of the rich or the poorest of the poor. That so pretty neat. Yeah. So I thought that was, those were the notes that I took on their sort of, customs and uh i especially found the language aspect of it to be pretty neat so well that's cool well then our next bit of trivia from this page is that the festival lasts for 16 days oh wow so we're not late nope <laughs> not yet and uh, it lasts up until the Lantern Festival, which is like the last night. Um, and each day there's supposed to be a different celebration. And let's... It does not list what each day would be. And on the Lantern Festival... People light a bunch of lanterns, they make them, and they let them loose into the sky, kind of like balloons uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And next is 
Well, this isn't really a trivia fact. It just says that the Chinese New Year is a good time to go visit China. Well, I bet that is an <laughs> article from a Chinese source then. <laughs> it's busy, though. That's what this says. I'm sure. I wouldn't want to go. Especially with the Olympics going on and oh, everything. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. They double whammy this year. Woo. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. What's next here? Number eight. Um, traditionally, this period was for praying to harvest gods. Hmm. Let's see what it says. Uh, because... The Chinese society was largely agrarian. Uh, it was church. So the time, the New Year was tr- traditionally a time for uh, when they would pray to the harvest gods that the next year would be fruitful. So that kind of makes sense. Ties into what what they do with the different foods that they they have. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I studied classics quite a bit, and the Romans definitely had a similar thing that they would do. But I remember it being in the fall, like when they harvested stuff. They would pray. I think there was a god of the harvest. and uh, But I don't know. It's been a while since I've been in school. But (laughs) it's definitely interesting. Yep, our next fact is number nine, and it says that billions of red envelopes are exchanged. That's right. I learned yeah. about that when they put money in them. You learned that? Yep. Do you have notes on it? Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay. But I also have seen it. There's a girl on TikTok who does a lot of uh, food reviews and stuff, uh-huh. and uh, she did something about Chinese New Year. I think it must have been last year. And she went over, she actually filmed some of um, her having dinner with her family and stuff, and they did the exchanging of the red envelopes with money. Right. Well, it says that uh, the Chinese people really like the color red, and exchanging the envelopes is a good uh, way to uh, wish people luck and give them money, as you said. Yeah, prosperity. Like having a prosperous New Year. That's like... My mom always had a custom. We always had corned beef and cabbage every year, and she used to always take some change, like silver change, um, you know, quarters or nickels or dimes, and she'd boil them in a separate pot so they were nice and clean, and then she'd hide the money in our cabbage. And so every year we'd get a little quarter or something like that, half dollar or whatever, uh, as we were eating our meal, and it's supposed to be the same kind of thing for a prosperous new year. Right, yep. You even did that here when we had it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Got to carry on those traditions, folks. That's right, folks. Uh, the next fact is basically just saying that uh, in today's time, you can basically exchange those red envelopes online, basically like a e-gift card or e you know, electronic birthday card, I imagine, like people do today. Yeah. And then number 11 just says that there are a lot of red decorations all over the place. Um, 
because uh, as the other fact mentioned, uh, they like the color red a lot. And because it's a lucky color representing happiness, beauty, success, good fortune. Um, there's red lanterns. Uh, let's see, what other things do they hang up? Spring cutlets. And all sorts of different red paper cuttings. Hmm. Oh my. This next one, number 12, says the festival causes the world's largest annual migration. I would believe that. Don't they have like 2 billion people over in China? Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's a good time for family reunions. That's when they take place a lot, is during the New Year and the Spring Festival. So that would make sense. Everybody's migrating back and forth across the country to go visit all their family. Going home to see Mama. Yeah, that too. (laughs) And 200 million mainland Chinese travel long distances for this holiday. Let's see, what's the long distance to them? I don't know. Uh, Their country's pretty big, but I don't think it's yeah. like as big as ours. Yeah, it doesn't really tell me. But I think there's a lot of like rural country, so... Oh, it gave a comparison. Um, less than 100 million people travel in America for the Christmas holiday. That's like a third. Yeah. Huh. Yep. That's... Woo. <laughs> Don't go driving on the interstates for New Chinese New Year, folks. <laughs> Do they have interstates over there? Whatever they call them. Well, they've been trying to build them up. They have that whole Belt and Road Initiative going on, but I yeah. don't know how far along they are with it. And I think a lot of that goes outside of China. I think they're trying to build highways into other countries and stuff like that over to India. But um, that's getting a little off topic, right. I think. Yep. And number 13, the New Year's Eve gala, or gala maybe, uh, is the world's most watched uh, event, apparently. Huh. Um, let's see, most of China tunes in to watch it. So I guess if most of China tunes in to watch it, that's definitely uh, almost a billion or so people. Uh, uh, the TV show involves many Chinese celebrities performing songs and dances uh, and Chinese families. Oh, no, it's the families. A lot of families gather to watch the show. Similar to how we might sit and watch the ball drop. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yep. And watching that show is a great way to get introduced to many different Chinese performing art types, which would make sense. C-pop. Is that a thing? I know there's K-pop. I wouldn't be surprised. There's K-pop, J-pop. C-pop. I'm sure there's probably C-pop somewhere. (laughs) In China? Yeah. 
Well, what other pops? They got G pop. G pop. Guam. Yeah. Guatemala. <laughs> Guam pop. Guam pop sounds <laughs> like Guam pop. pop. <laughs> you got anything else that you're going to be sharing with us? Heck yeah. Did you know Confucius say a foolish man complains about a hole in his pocket while a wise man uses it to scratch his balls? <laughs> Oh, a good one, Confucius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of those. Remember, on, on our New Year's, on our last recording, I think it was the last recording before this one on the channel, uh, we actually had a big Chinese dinner for uh, that night. Yep. So we cracked it. We saved those fortunes. And so I thought we might read those. So I've got a couple fortune cookies, too. Some nice. of them aren't that good, I don't, <laughs> but uh, here's we'll what they see. are. We got four of them. Oh, you can go do them all now. I'd say sprinkle them in. Okay. Yeah, I'll go on to another one or two trivia questions, and we'll... Well, let we'll me read one, and then you go, facts. I'll pepper in the other all right, three. All right, all right, Because this one says, when you learn to be flexible, amazing opportunities reveal themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a classic. Oh, yeah. Helpful every day. <laughs> what do you know? You have to add in bed at the end. <laughs> uh, this next fact says that washing and sweeping and taking out the garbage is not allowed. No garbage taken out on that day. Can huh. you believe that? And see if it tells us why. That's weird because Wikipedia said the opposite. It said something about like spring cleaning is they always start with that to get out the bad energy and the oh, bad spirits. Interesting. Well, let's see what this says. There are many superstitions. Washing hair or clothes is not allowed on the first day. And sweeping up the garbage symbolizing symbolizes taking out the good luck so they don't do that either how strange wikipedia sucks <laughs> well this is opinion folks well this is chinahighlights.com so i'm gonna go with that over wikipedia you probably should exactly i was gonna say the same thing I better. <laughs> Let's see. What's next? Up oh, here. You don't give mirrors. You can't do that either. And well, there, I think it's related to a couple gifts. Mirrors is one of them you don't give. Uh, and pears. Uh, and is this the vegetable, I mean, fruit pear? I would I think so. Yeah, pears. You don't give pears those delicious fruits. And says, I love it, pears. Yeah, especially those, those red ones. Uh-huh. I didn't get to try one. There's still one over there. <gasps> is there? I tried looking around for one. I didn't look in the right place. It's like in between the stove and the microwave. Oh, well, you don't give a pear, 
because the word for pair sounds similar to the word for leaving or parting. <gasps> oh, man. Yeah. So, so what if you really hated somebody, though? Wouldn't you give a pair? Just I say, guess so. Say, I fucking mean, die. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a good spirit of the holiday, I, I guess. I guess not. Like, give it a lump of coal. Did you ever get a lump of coal? Um, I think I got one of those fake lumps of coal that's like hard candy. Oh, no. My brother one time gave me a lump of coal. Like actual coal? Oh, yeah. He got it from my grandpa's house because his house used a furnace and used coal in it. No, I never got an actual lump of coal. Yep, I sure did. Wrapped in aluminum foil and put in a box. Man. Coal. That was, I don't remember how old I was. Um, What'd you do with it? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Let's see. Next fact, and then we'll do another fortune. Let's see. Number 16. You can... You can give... Woo, tongue tied. Alcohol, tea, or toys. You I can take alcohol, those. folks. Bring me alcohol, folks. Yeah, I don't need a pair anyway. Give me a beer. Give, Give me a beer, beer with a pair in it. <laughs> a pair in it. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of gifts that are great to give for Chinese New Year, depending on who you are giving it to. Friends love receiving things such as cheese, incense, or alcohol. Yeah, alcohol. Or tobacco. Yeah, tobacco. <gasps> Ooh. And seniors love hats and scarves as long as they're not green. Because green means... Uh, where did it go? Death? No. <laughs> Oh, because a green hat means somebody is jealous. Oh. Oh, man. I'm green. Everybody's green with envy. That's some kind of song. (laughs) I can't think of what it is. And kids get books and uh, school supplies and toys like most kids would get. That's what kids should get anyway. Yeah, school supplies. Yeah, they don't really need the toys so much. Yeah. I was a kid. We got a stick and we drew stuff in the dirt with it. (laughs) I didn't get any toys. All right. Give us a fortune. Well, they all kind of suck. This one says, it's kind of fitting with the Chinese New Year, though. It just says, welcome change. In bed. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't say in bed, folks. You you just have to add that to make them funny, because otherwise they suck. You know, I learned, I, I think this is true. I heard they manufacture these cookies in America. I don't think they even have them over there. No. I think it's an American thing. I wouldn't be surprised. That <laughs> they gave them, they, they think, we think they're fun. They are kind of fun when they don't have these dumb messages on them. 
Well, number 17, do you know why they set off fireworks? One reason? Uh, why do they set off fireworks? Yeah, for the holiday celebration. They're just a bunch of pyros. Possibly. They're also scared away all the spooky spirits. Oh, yeah. They believe, most mainland Chinese believe, the flash scares away evil demons and ghosts. Oh, my. So, if you think you got ghosts in the house, start setting off some firecrackers. You'll that scare does them not off. sound like good advice. Yes. Right in the house. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding, folks. Unless you have a death wish or want to burn your house down. <laughs> if it's insured for three times what it's worth, maybe. Maybe. Well, otherwise, I guess you're just going to have to lure the ghost out of the house and set off the firework once it comes out the door. Oh, you just burned sage. That's what we do over here. I think that's like a native thing or like a witchy thing, but you just take, you can even buy it in most of those new age shops. They have like the sage rolls and then you just light one end of it and you go around from like room to room with the burning sage. Well, our next fact says that it's illegal to set off your own fireworks in most Chinese cities. That doesn't surprise me. The government's got to do it. It's like that over here, too. My grandma used to call the cops on kids. And she'd always <laughs> use this line. She'd say, if it was just me, I wouldn't be calling, but it scares my dog to death. <laughs> That's what she'd always tell the cops every year. Well, they do say the most number of dogs run away on the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> As a result of pollution and safety reasons, most Chinese cities uh, have banned people from setting off their own fireworks. So the government's encouraged people to participate in going to these public firework shows. However many people don't follow the rules. Well, of course not. <laughs> that's just like around here. That's that's human nature, you know? Yeah. You got another fortune? You are never selfish with your advice or your help in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're almost done. Number 19. Do you know what came before the firecracker? The firecracker. Yeah, what uh, did the Chinese use before firecrackers? Um, Gunpowder in a... Uh-huh. I don't know. Gunpowder. And close... Originally, they used to burn bamboo crackling. Huh. <laughs> crackling. Um, it was believed 
to send away the evil demons so they would burn it on the Chinese New Year's Eve. Uh, with the invention of the fireworks and the firecrackers, uh, since they're much louder than the bamboo cracklings, they use those. Because I well. assume they believe the louder the bang and the flash, the more effective it is at scaring away the ghosts. They demons. must have a lot of damn demons over there. I know. <laughs> oh, you already told us this one. Number 20. Oranges and tangerines. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Look back Good luck and fortune. Yeah. Good luck and fortune. Speaking of fortune, you got another one? Uh, to know oneself, one should assert oneself in bed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, the Chinese are so clever with their fortunes. <laughs> uh, very well, and remember, folks, these are just the ones we had. I didn't go track these down online or anything like that. <clears throat> Not like me and my trivia facts here. I would have picked some more clever stuff <laughs> if I had a choice. All right, number 21. I could have probably told you this. Kids love the holiday. Well, of course they do. <laughs> They're getting toys and school supplies and getting oh. exercised of all their demons, man. And they get a whole month off of school. A whole month? Yeah, a whole month. They probably go to school like year-round, though, those Chinese. Yeah. So, big deal. We get two and a half months off over here in the summertime. For now. <laughs> New clothes and the red envelopes. Is also why the kids oh, love yeah, the holiday. The money, the money, man. Oh, yeah, the money in the envelopes and the new threads. Got to look cool for the school that I ain't coming to for a month. So is it like their Christmas then or what? I guess. So it almost seems like. Well, it's pretty cool. It is believed that wearing new clothes can bring fortune and good health. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> wow. For, so for all you shopaholics out there... <clears throat> Just keep buying those new clothes, man. All right. You got anything else? Um, nope. Well, sure don't. number 22. Apparently, it's a joyful time for most, but for singles... It's not a good time. Why? They just, I thought it was all about family and stuff. Can't they still so go see mom and grandma and what? What's it matter that they don't have their own little kids? So I guess that's what makes them so sad. Because they go home and mom's like, How come you haven't given me any grandchildren yet? When well, are you going to find a nice girl? And they get depressed. Yeah, it's basically what, what why it's... Why it's not good for matrimonial age singles, because mm. the uh, family, uh, yeah, kind of like what you said, gets anxious about them, and they try to set up dates and stuff for oh, them. Oh, do they do like the whole arranged marriages um, and stuff over there? I don't know if they do the arranged marriage, but it just says they try to get 
get them to go on date. Well, prospective marriages. That's not an arranged marriage. Hmm. <laughs> oh, apparently, to get around it, you know what they do, these singles? They skip the holiday and sit and drink at the bar. Worse. <laughs> what? They rent boyfriends and girlfriends to oh, take to their reunions. Uh, the old beard situation, huh? <laughs> Grandma, this is a nice girl I met at college. I'm not paying her 25 bucks an hour to be here tonight. Never. Where's my red envelope so I can pay her now? <laughs> well, they're awfully cheap. It says it's roughly equivalent to 16 U.S. dollars a day. Hey, I'd do something like that for pretty cheap, too. I'd be like, just give me a sixer and a bottle of wine. I'm yours for the whole celebration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just as long as your family doesn't ask what's in my water bottle, <laughs> we'll be all right. <laughs> well, if anybody out there is celebrating the Chinese New Year, because maybe you are. People celebrate all sorts of things here in this great country of ours. We wish you a good spring festival and uh, go Tigers. I don't know who the Tigers are, but also remember, we were doing this in good faith. We tried to have fun with it. So if we missed anything that's important to you, write in and tell us about it. We'll bring it up on our next episode. We'll especially say so-and-so wrote to us regarding our Chinese New Year's episode. And they wanted to make sure that we pointed out whatever X, it is they or Z. Yeah, yeah, whatever they said. Fill in the blank. So, good good luck, wealth, and wishes to all you celebrating. And we hope you tune in to our show. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or YouTube or many other platforms. And you can also check out our website. ContemporaryConservative.net For more info. And if you ever are looking for more serious topics, you could check out Conservative Conversations anywhere that you've found this podcast. We hope you tune in next time. And as always, thanks for listening.